What's going on, guys, and welcome to the first episode of the Gold Rush Podcast. And I am here with my co-host, Peter Markovitz. Welcome, welcome. We are very excited to be starting this up. We have a lot of things to talk about today, and let's just get started. Our first topic will be, we'll be talking about the teams that we think impressed us this week. And the teams that we think that didn't impress us this week and why. I want to start off with the Cowboys and just saying how they absolutely dismantled the Giants. And I know there was injuries with Daniel Jones and Saquon and all those wide receivers out. But if we're talking about the defense, the Cowboys is just they're I mean, I don't know, their offense is too good. And I can just see them going to the playoffs already. I said that at the first game against the Bucks, they're going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I can, yeah, that's a good take. I also think that the Bengals impressed us this week because they played the Packers very tough and only ended up losing by, how should they only end up losing by? They only lost by like three. Yeah, they only. Like, I mean, if there wasn't for those kickers, then who knows what would Yeah, in like game. double overtime, they ended up losing, which, which is. Aaron Rodgers. It's really just really hard to beat him. Mm-hmm, for sure. The Steelers showed that. I also think that the Buccaneers impressed us this week because they they absolutely dismantled the Dolphins, who were a pretty good team. I thought the Dolphins were a playoff contender coming into this into this season, even with Tua's injury. They haven't showed that, and the Bucs took advantage of that and really impressed everybody. Mm-hmm. And I also... also Oh, sorry. Okay, well, okay. And the Bills against the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs in, you know, the Bills. Josh Allen just showing off his talents. I mean, just the thing, when you look at those stats and you see how many points they put up, you think, oh, Stefan Diggs probably caught two touchdowns. I said this going in to my dad, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox, and Zach Moss are bigger parts of this offense right now. Stefan Diggs takes the defense away, and that's why – and Dawson Knox touchdown, Emmanuel Sanders two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, yeah, that for offense out. yeah, for sure. I believe that Zach Moss has been better than Devil Devin Singletary so far, and he deserves to get more touches than him in the run game. Yeah, he showed he's a better receiving back, better power back on the one yard line and for third downs, and he deserves a starting job. Shift over to the unimpressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I say unimpressed. I will start with the. Minnesota Vikings, who almost lost to the Detroit Lions, barely won by two. How do you lose to Detroit? Yeah, even almost lose to Detroit, that's rough. Yeah, it really is. They're just, I mean, it wasn't there with, I mean, even with Dalvin Cook out, you saw Alexander Madison did just a good job, I think, if Dalvin Cook was there. So you can't really blame it on injuries. And that was just, it wasn't a game for Kirk Cousins. Not for Adam Thielen. You saw he barely had anything, anything going on for him. And there was just, there was no offense. And even if they held Detroit to that low scoring, it's pretty easy to hold the Detroit, to hold Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Madison, like you pointed out, he's, he's really good. He's, he'll probably start, he could probably start for some teams, I'd say. Yeah, really. So. Another team that unimpressed for me has to be the Cardinals. I know, yeah, they beat the 49ers, but still, it's Kyler Murray 
he still that interception wasn't his fault, but it's still he wasn't playing, and they their offense wasn't in sync. Didn't have the run going at all. It was. I mean, they could have lost if the 49ers knew what they were doing with their quarterbacks and if they didn't have a lot of injuries. So I yeah. just, they really unimpressed me. Yeah, Lance didn't play too amazing today in his first in his first start. Mm-hmm. My next team that I think didn't impress us very much was the was the New England Patriots, who barely scraped it out against the hu- terrible Houston Texans, which, mm-hmm. which is rough. It wasn't great. I mean, even Bill Belichick, his coaching, I've, if you've, I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard the stat about how he just really holds rookie quarterbacks. He shakes them up. Does, they don't know what's going on with the defense. They can't get in sync with their offense. But Davis Mills is coming off a four interception week, goes to four touchdowns. So mm-hmm. you, you really wonder what's going on with that defense and what's going on with the coaching. And Mac Jones also wasn't looking like himself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Next, I think the Las Vegas Raiders, who lost to the Bears by by double digits. The Bears with their rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, who in one point of the game, I think he got hurt and Andy Dalton had to come in. So they were even playing against Andy Dalton for some parts of the game. Yeah, and you didn't see, you didn't see a lot of incorporation with Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Derek Carr wasn't playing great, and I didn't see any. I just Henry Ruggs, all these guys. You have a great offense. It wasn't showing. They weren't playing well. Like a lot of offenses this this uh, this week, they weren't in sync. And there was nothing going on. The Bears' defense was doing a great job of holding them, and the Bears' offense just mm-hmm. the yeah the game. Yeah, having Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller get the same amount of targets just shouldn't ever happen. Ever. He's Top three tight end. You don't know. It's just, you you can't, yeah, you really got to put him in there. Mm -hmm. Last team that I think unimpressed us was the Green Bay Packers, who barely scraped it out against the Bengals. The Bengals are playing well this season, but I don't think it should have ever been that close. I mean, even they're probably Green Bay's worst player, Mason Crosby. Not great. Almost lost Mm -hmm. the game, and I'm. Yeah, makes Crosby three missed field goals in a row. I mean, I mean, every team there was like awful kicking this week. I don't know what to say. I'm not an NFL kicker, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know their mentality. Yeah. But that you can't you can't do that. You're an NFL kicker. You got to make those. Do you have any of your last teams that you haven't said yet? I do not. Do you? Okay. Nope. All right, we'll just get into the next segment, which is fantasy booms or busts for this week. There's a lot of guys who didn't do well. There's a lot of guys who did great. So let's get into it. We'll start with the busts. Who was the quarterback for this week? Sam Darnold. And he was – I Russell Wilson just got hurt for my fantasy team. I picked him up with a lot of confidence. I'm going to put him in next week, and he's coming off this three-interception game now, and I'm not so confident. Six mm-hmm. points, not great, not great, and I have a lot of teams trusting him if their quarterbacks had injuries or if they just didn't draft a great one, and they really let a lot of those teams down. Yeah, and also, disclaimer: before we get into it, we're not going to include players who got hurt during this during this mm-hmm. these games. We don't like injuries. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. It's not good. All right, for 
For the running backs, I have Chase Edmonds and Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds against the 49ers. Everyone thought that thought that the secondary of the 49ers is good, but the the Cardinals offensive line isn't even bad and Edmonds just couldn't get anything going. Rush for 15 yards, had it for one or two catches and also a fumble. Mm-hmm. Not great. Definitely not great. 2.9 points this week for him. I'm All right. He's probably a strong running back one or running back two. And that's oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, Edmonds has been playing great this season in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Now, Miles Sanders, he only got right around eight points against the Panthers. That's rough. Yeah, he had 11 attempts, 45 yards, and he had he did have um, – Five catches against Carolina, so that's not bad. You could, but but for six yards, so that's where you're like, oh, that's not good. I mean, he had a receiving upside going into the season, but I don't know how he's been showing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Miles Sanders. Everybody, the Eagles just haven't been having a confidence in him this season. Gainwell's Kenneth Gainwell's backup has been playing well. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been holding touchdowns. Exactly. And you can't blame that all because you see DeAndre DeAndre Swift still producing with his backfield have a competition. So maybe maybe you look for a trade. And next yeah. we have Terry McLaurin against the Saints. The Saints, I think Marshawn Lattimore's out. I don't think they have a great guy who to, to put on him. And he's the football team's best offensive weapon by far. I thought he had a good matchup going into this week. But four catches, 46 yards. And coming off that big, big game, and that's 30 points the week before, coming down to eight points. People had him in. They had more confidence in him. And, I mean, he didn't he didn't produce. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For tight end. Jay Hawkinson. Jay Hawkinson with only 3.2 points against the Vikings. That's rough. Not- not good at all. And it was a rough week for tight ends if you go along and really look at that. Mike Gusecki, uh, Mark Andrews playing now, Darren Waller, Noah Faint. A lot. It was a lot. Jared Cook. I mean, tough week, but, I mean, you're you're probably their best target on this offense, and you get two or three catches. You can't – I don't get how that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that should never happen for the best – Best option on the Lions offense. Mm-hmm. For the flex position, we have DJ Moore against the Eagles. Only 6.3 points. That's rough. Not great at all. And he's been really, really producing this year. And he was matched up against a great cornerback who ended up having two interceptions. But it's it's just, I don't, it was a problem. You need to have more, more production. No one on the Panthers' offense really did that great that game as Darnold threw through the picks. Three picks. Not a fan. And then next for kicker, we have Daniel Carlson, who's been people's – who's been probably the best – one of the best fantasy kickers this season. But three points against the Bears. I mean, it's not a big worry for a kicker. Raiders didn't produce enough at all to give them en- enough opportunities. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just a rough bust to have in your lineup. Yeah. Yeah, for a kicker, you have to try to get guys on great offenses, and unfortunately today the Raiders didn't have a great offense. Mm-hmm. 
And then moving to defense, we have the Browns. And I think you're just lucky if you had them in your lineup that it wasn't negative 50 points. Oh, yeah. So many points. They're lucky they had a turnovers and just holding it to zero points. That's just not great, but they still let up 41. Yeah, there was – that was a very high-scoring game. Chargers-Browns. Mm-hmm. The Chargers ended up pulling it out, which – which was surprising. That was a great game. Great. Mm-hmm, for sure. And speaking of Chargers, why don't we move over to our boom, starting off with our quarterback, Justin Herbert. 50.8 points. Absolutely carving up the Browns defense. It was something. I mean, also incorporating the run game, Austin Eckler, who had two or three touchdowns. He just – Oh, yeah. Justin Herbert is showing off. He is a great quarterback. He's mm-hmm. in the running for MVP. Jumping into our wide receivers, we have Devontae Adams and we had Mike Williams. Mike Williams really, really feasted on Herbert's big day. Williams ended up with 36.5 points in half PPR against the Browns defense. And that it was definitely something. And all along with Devontae Adams, I didn't, I wasn't really watching that game, but you check the stats along, and that was just great. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Like, I was believe it was over 200 yards for him. That's, yeah. I mean, that's not something you see every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he feasted on the porous Bengals secondary for to have a big day. Only one touchdown, but 206 yards and 11 catches. Next, we have the running backs. We have Derrick Henry with 31 points against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's the Jaguars' defense. So, I mm-hmm. coming into that game, honestly, I thought Derrick Henry would have more like 40. Like showing again how he had 40 the other game with three touchdowns, I honestly thought he would do it again. Going against yeah. the Jets, then the Jaguars, it's Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Titans needed him today. They didn't really have anybody else on their offense that did great. He he really really stepped it up for them and helped them lead them to a win against the Jaguars. Yeah, Next, we have Austin Eckler, thirty point four points against the Browns. Two or three touchdowns. He was really, really just like I mean, like you said, he was feasting on the offense production. He had he uh, it was. It was a great game. He had he only rushed for sixty six yards, which I think actually surprised me when I looked at that. Oh, wow. He had also had a fumble and three touchdowns. And at the end, I mean, I've had fantasy owners who are kind of happy about this one. You could literally see the Bears secondary pulling him in the end zone that they could get a shot on offense. So that just was really yeah, plus. yeah, yeah. That that really probably helps some fantasy owners for sure. Mm-hmm. Next, we have tight end. We have a surprising one. David Njoku, Browns tight end. 26.4 fantasy points and half PPR. And when you see that many points and, you know, Jarvis Landry's out, I mean, Nick Chubb, of course, and Kareem Hunt both had big days, but you're wondering where that receiving factor is in because they can't just run the ball for the whole game. So then yeah. it seems like, oh, tight end. Yeah, OBJ didn't really do much. It was a lot of David Njoku for the Browns on offense. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Antonio Brown with 29.9 points. Really prime, the Bucks' big day. Prime AB. As a Steelers fan, it kind of hurts to see. 
Mm-hmm. Chandler looking like himself, two touchdowns, and Tom Brady. You see why he wanted him on his team. It was just yeah. really great. And I want to give a quick honorable mention to Miles Gaskin, who's like zero oh, yeah. five points away from making that, coming back from an awful week. No one had him in the starting lineup. Oh, yeah. We'll just catch yeah, 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 Miles Gaskin has been frustrated and fancy in fantasy all season, and he really he really helped them help them today yesterday with his big day. Mm-hmm. For defense, we have another surprising one, the Buffalo Bills. They were really boosted by the pick six at the end. They ended up with 17 points. You got to put that on Tyreek Hill, not Patrick Mahomes. You really got to make those catches. You just bounced off him right to the Bills. But, I mean, you're going against the Chiefs. I wonder, a lot of people, I bet, didn't put them in your starting lineup because it's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. I thought they probably would get two two or three points, but they really, really surprised me. Yeah, they were probably projected around four or five, I guess. Nick Folk, the Patriots kicker, with 17 fantasy points. That's the Texans. Lot, lot, lot of field goals. Mm-hmm. They really sure. couldn't get in that end zone. Hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, they just ended up short of the end zone and just brought out their kicker. For next week, we'll start with the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Who do you have? Um, I think this one's obvious. I have the Eagles. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> have the Buccaneers returning Super Bowl champs. Tom Brady's looking like himself. And Antonio Brown against that weak Eagles defense. I don't I could see Bucks another 40-point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see them definitely doing that. Next, we have another 9 a.m. London game. Dolphins and Jaguars. Now, I have the Dolphins. I'm a big fan of Jacoby Brissett, and I don't know why. But Michael's Gaskin might get a little more work now that they saw he had some big production. Mm-hmm. Devonta Parker, and I think... They can take the Jaguars. I think most teams in the NFL can. And I also heard that Will Fuller could, I mean, not Will Fuller, Tua could possibly be back for this game. Maybe. Exactly. And that's just another plus. And I don't know if they're even going to start them just because they know they're going against the Jaguars. Yeah. And side note, another thing I forgot to mention about the Buccaneers, they will probably be getting Gronk back for this game. Oh, yeah. After that weird injury. That was tough to lose them. Mm-hmm. That, might, yeah. that might be why AB got so much work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Gronk's been a touchdown machine ever since he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. This should be obvious, I think. Yeah, I have to go with, of course, the Green Bay Pack. Well, not of course. I could see Bears somehow coming away with them, but I have to go with my gut, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers to, to Devontae Adams, just a connection that the Bears won't be able to stop. Yeah, losing David Montgomery for the Bears was a really big loss. They're starting running back. So they have to go with a duo of Damon William, Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert for the time being, which, which is rough. They produced last week, but still mm-hmm. very hard losing. David Montgomery. Yeah, for sure. Next, we have the we have a the Bengals and the Lions. I have to go with the Bengals. I think Lions. They're a really unlucky team. Really unlucky team. But I mean, 
Bengals almost beat the Packers, beat the Steelers, and they're they're looking really good. And it's really really rare that I say that that the Bengals are looking good. Mm-hmm. Joe yeah, Burrow, they got him back. And what do you think? What do you think? Um. Yeah, I'm thinking the Bengals because the Lions lost one of their best offensive weapons, Quintez Cephas. He's he might be out for the season, potentially. I didn't see that. Yeah. Mm, that's that's really rough. And also, Goff hasn't been playing. He's been playing pretty bad during these last couple games. It's like I saw nine interceptions on the season, maybe. I think not great. Not great. Yeah, for sure. Next, we have the Colts and the Texans. We need to get a close game. I know. None this week, none this of these week are gonna was be just not great. Um, but obviously for this game, I think I'm going to have to take the Colts. Their defense mm-hmm. probably. Davis Mills, maybe two touchdowns, one interception. He had a great week last yeah. week. I mean, even we right now. Yeah, right now you can. We're uh, in the middle. Colts are beating the Ravens seven nothing. Colts have the ball, so Colts are putting up a strong game against the Ravens. So if they can beat the Ravens, they can definitely take the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, they're holding Lamar down. Five rushes for twenty one yards for him so far. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah, it isn't. I also have the Colts, by the way. Yeah. Next, we have the Rams and the injury depleted Giants. What do you think? What do you think? I'm thinking I'm thinking the Rams on this one, obviously. The Giants just mm-hmm. are depleted of offensive weapons. Daniel Jones might even be out, which you might laugh at and say Daniel Jones isn't good, but he's definitely better than Mike Glennon is gonna do. Um I think yeah, Giants just very unlucky with the injuries. Saquon I heard could be could be back. But I, that can't save them against the Super Bowl contender Rams. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. You know, so and I also the Giants may potentially not have one of their starting offensive linemen, Andrew Thomas. Their top three receivers: Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and Kenny Galladay, and maybe not Saquon Daniel James, which could be could be pretty bad for them. Obviously, their offense is just backups, and it's not good to see that. I never like an mm-hmm. injury. Yeah, yeah, they like force fed Kadarius Tony yesterday against against the Cowboys. I mean, he was Trevon Diggs. He's he's a great cornerback, but I don't. I bet a lot of people have seen that play where Kadarius Tony just boot boot absolutely cut on uh, Trevon Diggs to get wide. Oh yeah, since football team. Chiefs and football team. I have to go with the Chiefs. I know the hard loss to the Bills. Patrick Mahomes not playing like himself, but Washington isn't playing like themselves either. Um, coming off that loss, so I, I mean, it's, it's it's the Chiefs. Their offense will overwhelm them like they always do, and they'll they'll come away with this win, which they yeah. really really need. Yeah. Sorry, and the football team's defense, which everybody touted as being really good, and top of the league it, it's been playing really terrible this season for some reason mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I have 33 points against the, uh, the Saints just last week yeah that's not good next we have the Panthers and the Vikings I feel like this is going to be a close one yeah this is I say our first real close game and that's what a tough prediction 
but I think I'm going to have to end up with the Vikings. <laughs> I know they're not looking good against Detroit, against the Browns, but their offense, I think Dalvin Cook being back, Kirk Cousins, I feel like he's going to have one of those weeks. And, you know, when you get a feeling, it's usually right. And <laughs> I think Justin Jefferson going to be worked into it. Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, their offense is just going to look like themselves. And I think they're going to take the Panthers really by surprise. Next, we have the Chargers and the Ravens. Another close game, but I'm going to have to give it to the Chargers looking so dominant. Me too, me too. Looking just like big playoff contenders could end up winning their division over the Chiefs. I know, very quick to jump to conclusions. But Justin Herbert is just looking like such a good quarterback. And, I mean, putting up that many points, Keenan Allen not even getting the ball so much. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams getting that workload. It just shows how how spread their de- I mean, spread their offense is. That's that's going to be the big factor in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Ravens, they their running back and their receivers just aren't up to par with the Chargers. They aren't even close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next, we have the Cardinals and the Browns. Pretty close game, you know. Yeah, I think it's gonna be close. What do you think? I think Kyler has a bounce back game, and the and the Cardinals take this. I couldn't agree more. Next, we have the Broncos and the Raiders. I think that. I think that the Broncos would take this one, and it was just a rough game against the Steelers last week. And I think that Bridgewater is gonna Bridgewater is gonna bounce back. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm gonna actually have to disagree. I think Raiders are gonna have a bounce back week, and the Broncos having a tough week against the Steelers. It, I mean, that was. It, yeah, I agree. They're gonna have a bounce back week. Both teams are gonna do better. And I think. What was it? I think Darren Waller, big week, Henry Ruggs, all of these players are really going to get into it. And, I mean, Raiders, I think I have the Raiders. Um, yeah, that's a good take. I can respect it. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the Cowboys and the Patriots. I'm thinking that the Cowboys take this one. I have to agree. I think that Cowboys just offense, which is – definitely dominant to a lot of the other ones in the league like they showed against the um like they showed against the Giants that's really going to come into play and the Patriots not I mean not even stopping they'll I mean they'll let Houston get 23 points and what are you going to give up to Dallas arguably the best offense in the league oh yeah yeah you can't be giving up that many points to Houston definitely not Mm -hmm. if you want to come to that game and win it against the best offense Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Next, we have the Russell Wilson-less Seahawks traveling traveling to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Now, as a Steelers fan, I don't want to be biased. Yeah, this is going to be – expect this podcast to be a little biased. I have to take the Steelers. But but here, here's why. Here's why. Geno Smith, he's a veteran – He's not going to be able to get out of the pocket as well as Russell Wilson would. And with our edge rushers, TJ Watt, we're going to have three sacks on the day. We're going to we're going to shake him up. He's going to start seeing ghosts. We're going to get an interception or two. And I think our defense is going to be the dominant factor in our offense. 
juju less for the rest of the season, which is really heartbreaking. I think our offense is still going to be 25 points and we'll hold the Seahawks to under 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And also Alex Highsmith off the edge, who's been playing in a great this season. Mm-hmm. For the yeah, really, he has. And last but not least, we have the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football. Mm. Titans maybe without Julio Jones for for the second for this week too. It could be rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bills really showed who they were last night against the Chiefs. Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, Manuel Sanders, Zach Moss, Stephon Diggs, all those names on offense. Bills win it. I want to say they just destroy the Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. But if the Titans have Julio, I'm definitely thinking it's a little closer for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. That's all the topics we have today for you. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Gold Rush podcast. Thank you to my co-host, Markovitz. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we will catch you on the next episode. Have a good night. Go Steelers.